0: Welcome to, to Courageous, Courageous Leadership, Leadership with, with Virginia, Virginia Pradhan, Pradhan. Training, training you to lead with courage. courage. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast, Courageous Leadership with Eugenia Pradhan, each Wednesday and Saturday at 10 o'clock Central Time. No matter what and where we are in life as leader, we are making plans, goals, resolution, New Year's resolution, quarterly or daily resolutions. That's part of who we are. According to many statistics, before the end of the first month, many of us give up of more than half of the New Year's resolutions, and we have doubts about the rest of them. Why? Because we look at our circumstances. Yes, we live in a world that goes from bad to worse. We look at us, thinking that we don't have what it takes. We agree with others that our goals are unrealistic, too big, too risky. And we fear the uncertainty, inflation, unrest, the world going crazy. And gradually, fear covers our minds and souls. Yes, there is a battle over us, over our mind and over our soul. Fear or doubts attack us and gradually we agree with the culture that we cannot do it. That we need others or that we need the government to step in and help us. We often think and find excuses like... um, we have responsibilities as leaders, not only to ourselves, to our families, to our businesses, or to employees, but also to our community, and we don't want to disappoint them. And gradually, we lower our standards, give up of some of our goals or some of our resolutions. Well, in this process, we forgot something very important. We forgot who we are in Christ and who God is. God created us to live an abundant life no matter our circumstances and to reflect his glory and power to the ungodly world. God also gave us the choice and the gift of choice to live for him and fear only him or to live in fear of everyone. I understand to live for Christ today in America is to stand up, to stand up, and be different. I experienced persecution in socialist Romania. We are not yet at that point in America. You can read more uh, about my life under persecution in my book, Saving My Assassin. My conversion to Christianity as a young attorney under a cruel dictator in socialist Romania, dictator who declared himself a god, was risky and and dangerous. Knowing Christ made, made mark indeed the end of my search for truth, but surely turned my world upside down in many ways. Freedom in Christ was indeed a wonderful new reality as I was infused with Christ's strength and boldness I never knew before, but certainly not without danger. As I started defending Christians and human rights cases, churches, as a Christian attorney in Socialist Romania, the government declared me an enemy of the state and my legal work an act of treason. I was frequently arrested, kidnapped, beaten, tortured, placed under house arrest, and I came within seconds of being executed under the orders of Ceausescu himself. Still, without a shadow of a doubt, I knew that my life was in God's hands and I refused to live in fear of what a dictator or his socialist regime could do to me. And God was faithful. God protected me and gave me the power to shine for him in that darkness and to do the mission he entrusted me with. Even when the dictator planned to kill me, God empowered me to face my assassin sent to my law office in Romania by the dictator to kill me. At only 82 pounds and under 5 feet tall, I was not a match for my assassin, a six-ten-feet-tall man, as he pointed his gun at me in my office. I was fearful and terrified. My knee was shaking. I heard my heart in my ears as he screamed, telling me how he's going to kill me. Still in all of this, I heard the whisper of God share the gospel with him, and I did. But at the end, my assassin accepted Christ and walked away from my law office as a brother in Christ. God and his word saved us both. Years later, my assassin came to my law office in Dallas, Texas with a case. I didn't recognize him until he showed me his Securitate ID card from years back. As I shared with him that I'm writing my book, Saving My Assassin, he asked me to let him write a chapter in my book, Saving My Assassin. And he wrote a chapter in, in my book. You will discover what God is doing in both our, of our lives. I assure you, is beyond your imagination. I was and I remain a tool in God's hands. I understand that it's hard to be a Christian in America today, to be the center of this culture, ungodly culture discrimination, or the center of some people's joke, or to be considered politically incorrect, too religious, racist, or intolerant. But be encouraged that under persecution in Romania, and God's power, I won every single battle. God change me and change Romania through me, from a socialist country to a democratic country. God wants to do the same with you, to change you and change America through you. Stop for a minute and ask yourself, what do you fear? With COVID-19, many of us fear death and we forgot to leave. We remain isolated, thinking that the normal life, as we knew it before, will come one day. But still fearful in our isolation, we complain about what the culture or the government is imposing on us or is taking from us freedom. Fear made many of us inactive, depressed, or even suicidal. How can you be fearless and faithful during these times? I'm so glad you asked. One thing is for sure, don't take the culture standard. That is not the solution. You, that that culture will make you more fearful, a prisoner of fear, and a prisoner of, um, of uh, culture, will take you far away from God's standard to live an abandoned life no matter your circumstances. Instead, start first by studying daily the Bible and having a quiet time with God. That will help you to remember who you are in Christ and who God is, sovereign, in control of the universe, in control of the history and the future of America, in control of your future, the future of your family, and the future of your business. That God is the provider and the sustainer of your life, your business, and your family. Next, study In from the Bible, the lives of many faithful servants and your faith will increase. Your view of God will change you and will change your life. Your strong faith comes from following God. Here are the three keys to overcome your fear and to let your faith be contagious. Number one, face your fear by relying on God. Remember that everything in life serves God's plan, including your fearful or your hard circumstances or your unknown future. Learn to look your fear right in the eyes and confront your fear with God's power and watch God's saving mercy in your life and victories. Notice that God designed and will design your life beautifully, even including fearful or hard situations that will bring us closer to God and to live for Him. Behind every fear, there is a lesson and a blessing to learn from God for us to grow and to influence and change the world we are living in. So don't run from God when confronting with difficulty situation or circumstances or from addressing your fear or your problems or from addressing your habits or even changing things in your business or the way you conduct your business. Do not run from God. Jonah ran from God and from his fear. He ended up in the belly of a well. Joseph did not run from God or ignore his fear. He faced them by trusting God to move him forward. And God gave Joseph the faith and the strength he needed to be a leader and to change that world. Do not let fear of people or circumstances define you or destroy you as a tool in God's hands to influence and change this world. Being afraid is one thing, but fear does not have to defeat you. Under God's directions and in God's power, our adversity can be the springboard for our victory or victories. How you handle your fear will determine how you act and live for the rest of your life. Your goal is to get successfully through your daily fear or obstacles as God directs you, provides for you, and protects you. So, break daily things down into manageable, bite sized pieces. Follow God's instructions to see God-given victories to you that day. Number two. Focus on your faith, not on your fear. Trusting God and having faith in Him should be the essential part of our relationship with Him. God promised to be with you, with us, and to help us reach our destiny. God did not say how He's going to do it in each one of our lives because He wants you to trust Him first and focus on Him. Your trust and your focus will dominate your heart, mind, and your actions. Memorizing Bible verses is the key. Please read my memoir, Saving My Assassin, how, and learn how memorized verses helped me during the cruel persecution in Romania and here in America to rebuild my life to overcome fear and focus on God. You can buy the books by going to virginiaprodanbookscom product books. Your focus matter. Adam and Eve look at the forbidden fruit. Lot's wife look back to Sodoma and Gomorrah. Ananis and Sophia look at their money. And Judah looked at self-preservation. But David looked at God and killed Goliath. David trusted God who shut the mouth of lions. Esther trusted God and acted even as she was afraid. Moses trusted God when there was no way out. You can do that too. Number three. Connect your heart and mind to God. As you spend time with God, start your day having a quiet time with God soon, you will see your circumstances from God's perspective, not from your fear or from your feelings. The more you trust God, the more your faith increases, and with that, your courageous actions. I promise you that. You will also learn how strong you are and what you are capable of doing in Christ's power. Fear, remember, is just false evidence appearing real. All you see right now is partial evidence of your circumstances, not the entire story. Facing your fear and focusing on your fear are two different things. I believe most people focus on their fear. Faithful and courageous people focus on their faith and trust God. We become fearless, not in absence of fear, but by overcome, overcoming fearful situation and challenging times in God's power. How you face your fear with faith and allowing God to help you overcome your fear is the biggest part of the story. Faith in Christ fortifies your heart, mind, and your spirit, helps you live and act by faith and be strong and courageous as God created you to be and act even during tough times. Our feelings are important, but unreliable to make the right decisions under fear. Life might be extremely frightening, scary, uncertain, and even dreadful now or in the future. Experiencing fear is normal, but don't, we don't need to let fear beat us. Therefore, Live your life with Christ as the center of your life. He will never fail you. Remember, your ability to conquer your fear in God's power is within your grasp. Think about what would you do differently today in your circumstances if you decide to operate from faith, not from fear. We can help you turn your setbacks into comebacks. Do not settle for less. If you need more coaching, go to virginiaprodanbookscom slash freedomcoaching. I also advise you to purchase autographed copies of my memoir, Saving My Assassin. Go to virginiaprodanbookscom slash product slash book. Learn from my memoir that with God, you too are capable and doing amazing things as I did and as I am doing in God's power. That through me, God changed a country, Romania, changed lives, including the life of my assassin. That God wants to change you and through you, your family, your business, America, and the world. What a great invitation to share and spread faith, not fear. Apply those three keys to overcome your fear and to let your faith be contagious. God will take your fear and will make you strong and courageous. He did that to me. There is a spiritual war over us, over our soul, and with God, we can win that War. Remember, God never lost a battle. Hope you read my memoir, Saving My Assassin, go to virginiaprodanobooks.com/product/book, and be encouraged about what God has been doing to win every single battle, every single war in my life. And remember that God wants to do the same in your life. Your life will never be the same. Until our next time, next Courageous Leadership with Virginia Prodan podcast and our time together each Wednesday and Saturday at 10 o'clock, be blessed and keep in touch. If you want to know more about Virginia Prodan, the coaching program, buy her book, Saving My Assassin, or invite Virginia to speak at your events, visit virginiaprodanbooks.com.